Season 2, Episode 5, Networking on Social Media. You've been thinking about it, and the thought is getting louder. Escaping your 9 to 5. It excites you. Deep down, you've seen the clues and have felt the feeling. The feeling that your life isn't meant to be lived within the confines of the 9 to 5 existence. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Professional Women's Escape, where each week we help you break free from that 9 to 5 and break into your dream business. By overcoming mindset, using and uncovering your industry expertise, and hearing how others like you have already escaped, we'll give you the inspiration and know-how to make your Maybe I Can Do It into Oh Yeah, I Did It. Here's your host, Ebony Cruz. Welcome to another episode of the Professional Woman's Escape Plan. I am your host, Ebony Cruz, the entrepreneur coach that is trying and helping and guiding and mentoring and inspiring your crew to success. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, this podcast is all about teaching you how to take your GVP, which is your greatest valuable proficiency, and turning it into a profitable business. We teach you how to overcome mindset, build relationships, and take off with your inner passion, that natural thing you're good at, and turn it into something powerful. All right. So in this episode, I promise you all, we would talk about building a relationship on social media, right? And social media allows you to reach out to so many people, yet sometimes we're not sure how to really cultivate relationships, build relationships, or even engage. So I decided to reach out to Miss Engager herself, Dr. Selena Baker, who is, I see in my own eyes, she may not believe it, is like a boss at engaging and bringing people together and building relationships online. So without further Further ado, I'm going to introduce Miss Dr. Selena Baker. Where you at, girl? Yeah, hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> How you doing, Ebony? I am doing good. Thank you for joining me today. Now, one thing I got to tell you all about Dr. Selena Baker, I met her online, right? Um, I want to say, I don't know how we connected, but she was more of the connector. I wasn't as friendly. <laughs> Is that about right, Selena? I wouldn't say you wasn't friendly. I wasn't connecting. I think she forced that a little bit more and I and I I just I just naturally gravitated her way, let me say that. I can believe that one. <laughs> <laughs> you said you can agree with that one? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um we're gonna talk about first when we first met online, we were um actually in meeting on I believe it was in a women's group and then we met live at a group and from there we kind of just connected you know she would share ideas with me I would share ideas with her and we were building our business and then one thing led to it from another I believe I had my baby at this time and her son was much younger and so we started trying to juggle being moms our business and working um and so throughout that course we created um this online platform called Boss Moms Online. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to stick with Boss Moms Online. I jumped into a 9 to 5, y'all, like pretty much my GVP, I call it that like my dream job, right? My GVP led me there. 
and I was not able to continue to work with Boss Moms online. However, Selena is still pushing this brand online very heavy, very strong, and she builds completely online. And so I want her to talk about one, the brand, what is it? Tell us a little bit how you have evolved and then also go into how you begin to develop relationships online. Okay. So with Boss Moms Online, first we um, started off with just um, social media marketing and just um, doing education to those moms out there who wanted to learn how to do marketing online and stuff like that. Well, Later, I started um, pivoting because I wanted to actually, you know, work closely with people and um, teach them something more specific that would actually um, generate income. So then I, um, I pivoted and started helping busy moms prosper physically, mentally and financially by showing them how to live a non-toxic lifestyle and share share that with others, you know, along with uh you know, their kids and stuff like that. So that's where I kind of pivot from there. And um, I still, I still teach online marketing and social media marketing, but it's just with um, specific groups of people and very, you know, close knit, I guess, if you want to say. So how do you, um, how do you prospect? Is it something that you're, you're in inboxes? Are you just commenting? Like, how do you find new people to talk to, to even introduce to your business? Yeah. So when it comes to, when it comes to prospecting, what I do is I focus on a profile. I focus on my profile to, to make it more um, inviting. First, I make sure that I have a, a great picture of me smiling you know, something warm and stuff like that. My cover photo. And this this doesn't matter which um, platform you're on, whether you're on Instagram or, um, I guess, even Twitter. I don't use Twitter, y'all. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, LinkedIn or anything like that. You kind of want to make sure that you have an inviting photo and, and inviting cover page and stuff like that. So that's where I start. I start there. And just make sure that I do not have like products or my business plastered everywhere because then people don't want to connect with you because they're going to think that you're spamming them or that once they connect with you, you're going to spam them and be like, hey, buy my stuff. What we have to understand is with social media, we have to be social. People don't want to come on social media to be sold to at all. So I just make my profile very inviting. And then I I post things that I am interested in. I post things that, you know, one, they're funny because I, I know people like to be entertained and laugh and stuff like that. But I also like to, you know, be entertained and laugh. Show your, show your funny side, the, the humor in you. Right. I want people to know that I don't, I don't take myself all that serious. Like, I think, I think, you know, life should be, you know, fun and, you know, have laughter and stuff like that. And I put posts out there like that because I'm trying to attract certain people who are just the same way like me, you know? So, so when, at what point does the conversation get personalized and you begin to have a business conversation where you're able to introduce and invite, you know, this person, this prospect into um, Boss Moms Online? What I do is um, based on like, um, posting and stuff like that. What I end up doing is that I engage with others. I engage with their posts. I engage with, um, I even go into their inbox 
and I engage with them in their inbox, but I'm not in their inbox talking about business right away. I'm I'm genuinely trying to develop a friendship and a relationship. And I'm asking, I mean, we're I'm just having normal conversation, learning about them and everything like that. Now, eventually when I feel a little bit more comfortable, that's when I, and I feel like they, um, they know, like, and trust me. That's when I um, start talking about, you know, my business. Sometimes, you know, in conversation, you'll find out, they'll tell you, you know, what's going on and you find a need that maybe your product and service can actually solve. And then, yes, I'll go into business or I'll go into my offer or my service then or whatnot. But every every time I talk to someone, I don't always go straight to business right away. I try to de- cultivate a relationship and a friendship first. So one thing that I got of what you said is that you show your human side. You show that you have a unique personality and that's just based on you like to laugh and things that you're interested in to first just attract these like-minded people. And then from there, you just kind of just having regular conversation. Sounds like as if you were at a cocktail party. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. nice, nice. So have you ever had an experience? And before we get into this, because um, I've been on and off with with folks on uh, social media, like some people just automatically jump in my inbox and be like, hey, I know you do this. Would you be interested in coming to this presentation tonight? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) No. But within like the past six or seven months or so, you have built a very strong team that allowed you to um, advance very quickly. So a part of building your team, once you've engaged, once you started building your team, you know, what do you do to keep everybody active and happy and engaging online? Because we all have lives. And although we've met online, it doesn't mean that we're not going through things behind the scenes or offline. Yeah. So I, I do a lot of check-ins, <laughs> check-in with people, see how things are going, going with them. Um, as far as like the team is, is concerned, I just make sure that I have like a envi- an environment to cultivate them to, to for them to learn and know how to you know build their business as well. So I have you know a, a actual group, a Facebook group that you know that gives um, training and information and stuff like that in there. And then I also have a a, a messenger chat, or you could do any chat chat room or whatever. But I just do it in messenger or whatnot. And I just have, you know, I put information in there as well and just check in with them. And then here and there, I'll individually reach out to folks to see how they're doing. If I notice that they're, they have disappeared a little bit, just checking on them. When you say disappear, just like like non-responsive or just not posting online anymore? Yeah, either they're not posting online or they're not their activity has like their activity as far as business wise has decreased. And they just got real quiet, you know. Okay. Once I notice it, then you know you can reach out and be like, "Hey, you know, is everything okay? How's how's life? What's going on? Or whatnot?" Show that you know you genuinely care, and I, re- I genuinely care about people. So um, that's another tip: when you talk to people and you're talking to people in their messenger or anywhere, just prospecting. Period. You have to really care about people and like them. That's true. So, it, it, and although you're online, it's pretty much like you were in a, a brick and mortar building and you're looking at your team and you can sense that, you know, in this case, you may notice that they're not active online, but when we're face to face, you can see body language and things like that. So you have to be keen on your senses and just know what's aware as far as your environment is, is concerned as well. Yeah, exactly. 
So, okay. So next we want to go into sometimes things are not always great, right? Um, sometimes things go up and down, just like in any workplace. Uh, tell me a, a time that you've experienced and had to overcome an obstacle within your team and how did it affect your business? Well, there, there comes times where you um, develop relationships with folks um, in your business and you become close, you become very close to them. Um, and you develop more of a friendship and not a business, um, and not so much a business relationship. Well, sometimes that can go south depending on, you know, what type of person that you were connecting with to begin with. I mean, sometimes, sometimes God give you all the signs. (laughs) If you decide to ignore those signs, then, you know, then, uh, it will just blow up in your face. That's all I can say. You know, you can sense when there's something going on, even in a text, right? I guess, you know, how do you manage to, because as you're building, you know, you don't want to rub anybody the wrong way, but you do want to make sure that the lines of communication are open and that there aren't any miscommunications. So how do you balance that? I am an open book. I feel like if, you know, if something needs to be said, it will be said. And um, I I like to keep the lines of communication open. So if I feel like there's something that's going south or that's going wrong or that needs to be addressed, I am the person that will want to set up Zoom calls or phone calls to address it. And I I have the most – I know – I. This is just me, and I know it's something that is learned. It's not every, everybody that can't do this is learned, but I can be the sweetest thing and really tell you about yourself. I'm really good at that. Where you know, what I'm saying if people don't get offended, but they know they did something wrong or whatnot. So I'm really good at that. However, sometimes being just as sweet as I can be. Sometimes that can go over people's head and they don't really take heed to what you're saying and then um, absolutely forget. (laughs) And you got to think, too, online, it's hard to really understand, like, people that are are alike. You know, when you're offline, you can you can tell when you meet people, things that they do, mannerisms, how they sound and talk that, okay, I may be, this group may be alike. They may be like-minded folks. They may get along. Their personalities may may match. But online, you're going based off of posts and if their profiles are set up. So you don't even know if they will even sync as far as a team. And so the way your maturity level may handle something else and someone else, it may be completely off. And the first time that you figure that out is at the, the peak of miscommunication. Right, exactly. And so I have to stress more than more. I can just just really stress this communication. Also, especially if we're doing this online, that means that you're going to have to, you know, do more Zoom calls and more audio type of calls and stuff like that. So you can hear somebody's voice, their reflect, their inflection and stuff like that and actually feel them or whatnot. A lot of times miscommunication will happen in text. So. If you can limit your texting and use the audio feature, you will save your behind. I'm telling you because sometimes when you, people interpret 
what you're writing and what you're telling them based on their mood. So if they're in a bad mood and you sitting there telling them something very innocent and they can read it in a bad way. That would be it. That just turns into a recipe for disaster. <laughs> that's why I was like, look, if there's something that you really need to say, be sure to do it in audio. Don't put these long paragraph messages in text form or any type of written form because you will regret it. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience, huh? <laughs> She said, I'm sorry. You know, and I can I can't relate to that because um, I am really big on uh, and sometimes probably overly big on how I say things in my current position. I worked with the community a lot. And so sometimes if I'm like in a rush or I'm, you know, moving too fast in an event and someone asks me a question, I have to really understand what they're saying and how I'm responding, because if they interpret it the wrong way. It appears as if, as if I'm co-signing or I just gave them permission to do something that uh, I have not even get, gotten permission from, you know, through my executive team yet for that to even happen. And I know people take that. Um, sometimes they'll they'll take the moment or the situation that you're in to their advantage and kind of almost get you to say, well, you said you were going to do this. And it's like, yeah, in the middle of a crowd where I was talking to like five or six other people, I don't even recall what we were talking about. You know what I mean? And so I'm really big on shoot me an email or, you know, send me a text. That way I can see the question and understand. And if I have to pick up the phone, I'll, you know, call to make sure I'm understanding what they're asking me. Yeah. I mean, and that's a, that's very important is to also understand how people, other people can communicate um, and try to adapt. So if you are more of a, if you know that whoever you're communicating with, um, prefers a phone call, then you need to do, you know, do that, a phone call. Um, if, the, if the person that you're talking to is more of a, you know, a texter, text. But hey, like I said, there's some things that you may not want to text. Right. You need to pick up the phone and have the conversation. So um, how do you how do you understand when you have that one person that's quiet? They don't really want to talk. They don't want to address the situation. But you've seen that there is some dysfunction going on. There's something that's happening. How um, how easy do you approach that situation? And this could be for for someone that is more quiet and not. And, and they'll say, hey, Ebony, I don't like you know, a confrontation and everything doesn't have to be confrontation. But sometimes when you have to pull emotions or conversations out of someone, like how do you ease into that? Um, it's more really building the building more of the relationship and, uh, and actually um, creating the trust. Because when people are like that, it's more of like they just don't trust. They don't know who to trust. And who they can come to and who they can up um open up to. Um, so you just have to get to a point where you have to meet them where they at and then try to develop the relationship some more for them to finally, you know, open up about what it is that that's bothering them and what's on their mind. You can't really force it. I mean, and that's my opinion. You really can't force it on people because they're not gonna say anything if they don't want to say it. That's true. You give it some time, give it some, you know, tender love and care, <laughs> you know, give, you know, give them some time and they'll, they'll open up. Right. So, okay. I do have to ask a question in regards to mentality. Okay. And when I say mentality is how we were raised, um, 
I do like to sometimes think about education um, when we when we talk about certain things and just the dynamics of our upbringing in our environment, because I have before I am very um, a very direct person. Sometimes I very rarely sugarcoat things, <laughs> but I do say it in the best way as possible. I'm just more I want to make sure you understand where I'm coming from um, and the way I may think to handle a situation. The other person may not. How does that play a factor online? Because you don't really know a lot about the people that you're working with. And as situations come about, as um, things happen, as you all build, and I'm sure as everyone's business is growing, um, then things change a little bit. So how do you work with those that, you know, may not see things the way you see things and are so hell bent on their views, not open-minded, you know, what's something that you can give advice as far as handling that situation in that case? In situations like that, sometimes you got to let it go. Like as much as you want you want it to work, you guys, when, when it comes to business, you have to be able to work with the person. And if they're not willing and y'all not on the same wavelength, it's not going to work anyway. It was going to fall apart. Um, and speaking of speaking from experience, you know, when you have some and I hate to say this like that, because I'm not saying like, you know, certain people with certain education can't be in the same circle. I'm not saying that, but it may sound like that. But <laughs> but when you have certain people that's like raised differently and they're more in they're more in you know, raised from the streets type of thing. And then you have someone else that's like not raised that way. And then they went to college and did so many different things. And they actually, you know, had relationships because they went to a, they went to college and they dealt with so many different relationships. And then you have someone who has not gone and not, and, and, and hasn't dealt with so many different conflicts. It, they just dealt with the same type of conflict. Like they, they're always in survival mode. They're always in the um, self-preservation mode. When you're having conversations, it's like every time you say something to them, it gets to a point where they're thinking you always attacking or like they have to preserve themselves because and defend themselves all the time. And it's not that. And it's just because the background is different and their thinking, their thinking is different. And if they're not willing to like really understand that everything is not personal, everything is not an attack against them, then maybe it'll work out. But if they're not willing to understand that and they just so gone whole about whatever they're thinking, like it's a one and done with them most likely it's not going to work out. All right. So, so what I got out of what I, what we've been hearing today, because I know we have a just heated 20 minutes on these episodes. And I did hear that you said pretty much just kind of listen before you talk, listen to who you're speaking to, learn a little bit about them as you're just regular engaging and talking. So if you're online and you think that you meet someone, you had one conversation, that's not the okay to go ahead and start selling. Right, Selena? No, it's not the okay. Only time when it is okay is if you are in good conversation with this person, this person opened up to you immediately and they revealed a need and a problem that you can solve. Then, yeah, you can start talking about how you can solve their problem. But but 
I I never ever really go into somebody's inbox, talk to them, and just immediately talk to them about my business right away. Because really, I'm just trying to like get to know them, see what's up. And if they do reveal the um, need, great, then I'll talk to them. But if not, I'm just really just developing relationships and seeing where I can help anyway. Got you. So then I heard you say personalize. We're going to personalize the conversation. That's more engaging on like-minded things. So you're a mom, and I believe that's why you attract more moms, because you talk a lot about just how it is my four-year-old running around, tearing up my house right now in the mix of me trying to do my business. <laughs> how many moms can relate? And I can imagine, I've seen posts where so many moms are like, yes, I totally understand. I get it. And from that post is just a natural you being you, you showing that you are human, but at the same time, you're relating to other moms in the same space. And then from there, you know, I heard you just say, be genuine, come online and be genuine, make friendships as if you're out at a networking event, you're at a party, you're cocktailing, you're having a good time and you're just having casual conversation. It's just, you're more active because you're typing your conversation out more. And then you may even use audio, audio inbox, but you're not just here to sell. And I remember one organization that we worked with, um, they talked about um, BES, build, engage, and then sell. And if you're new online, it's best that you jump on and you do begin to build. You you understand who you want, who that target market is, and also be yourself, be be authentic. But most importantly, Selena, I you know she is a, a model for this is the engagement because she engaged sometimes on things that I'm like, when does she have the time to to do this? <laughs> when does she have the time to talk to all these people online? <laughs> So th how do you do that real quickly? How do you engage? How do you make time for social media? Um, you block out sometimes. And sometimes like it really don't even take that much time. Okay, look, I, I do a lot. A lot of my posts is about my day, especially if I have my son. Like my son is hilarious. So he may say something so funny to me that I'll post it online about our conversation. And that... That is something that connects well with my audience. Like Ebony said, you kind of want to know what who your audience is, who your ideal audience is. And as a boss mom online, I'm talking to other moms. So, of course, my post is going to be about, you know, what's going on with my son, um, what's going on in the house and everything like that, what's going on in my business, but with these kids or whatnot. But it's just, I mean, on a day-to-day -day basis, sometimes I see what my son is doing and I'll post it. Um, there's sometimes that, you know, I'm just really just posting, you know, something relatable. Um, yeah, it, it don't take that long. Sometimes it takes like two minutes. Right. It's it's all about build and building the brand because, you know, uh, when you think about this podcast, when you think about the course that's connected to this podcast, the Professional Woman's Escape Plan, it's the professional woman who wants to escape, but does not have the plan, right? So they come here to learn how to develop that GVP, how to naturally get online and engage. And Dr. Selena is, um, if you're online, if you're a mom and you're trying to figure out how to manage building that online business online, she's great at that. She is an expert at teaching you how to be a mom as well as build your business online. You know, me on the other hand, I... I'm, I'm in the professional environment and I hear a lot of women all the time say, you know, I love my job. I love what I do, but I do have this thing inside of me that I want to do, but I just don't have the time. 
And so I know I'm all over the place. Like I'm, I'm in school, I'm working on my PhD, I work a full-time job. I have three kids, one going to college, you know, the podcast, the course, the coaching, and people are like, how do you manage it? And it is really all scheduling. And so for me, I talk to professional women who want, who they're not, they may not even be ready to leave their job. They may absolutely love it, but they want to start incorporating what they're good at, their passion and turning into a business. And that's how we connect. Yes. And you said the, the, the biggest thing is the scheduling part. Like if you can block schedule time for yourself, for your business, for engaging and stuff like that, like I just block an hour of my time. And that that's me engaging, posting, whatever, um, you know, talking to people in Messenger and stuff like that. I just block an hour and you, you just have your calendar set. Like what, like when you get off work, like what time in that day do you have that you can block off an hour? And if you can't do it all in one, two 30-minute blocks. Can you do 30 minutes before you go to work and 30 minutes, um, you know, before you go to bed? Like something like that. So Ebony just put it out there and it's like, yes, for real. It's the scheduling too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely scheduling. Next week, we're going to talk about and thank you so much, Selena, for Dr. Selena, um, for coming on, for sharing some of your secrets, because, you know, they are secrets, <laughs> whether you want to believe it or not. But sharing some of your insight on how you built an amazing team, how you continue to do it. And congratulations on the baby. Woo -woo. <laughs> she has a new baby and she's still doing it all. You know, if you do not or have not heard of Dr. Selena, Please share where they can follow you, find you, and work with you. Yes, you can find me on Facebook for the most part. Um, I hang out there a lot. And um, I'll be under Dr. Selena Baker. It'll be DR, no period. All, <laughs> it'll be D-R-S-A-L-I-N-A -A space Baker, B-A-K-E-R. That's how you'll find me. And just connect build and engage and see where that connection goes. All right. Thank you again so much for uh, this episode, for coming on and interviewing. Next week, we're going to talk about relationships and how it links and relates to your vision. We're going to get into being very strategic and being very intentional about your relationships. And I'm not just talking about with people, your relationships with TV, with food, your relationships with your phone, your relationships with Netflix, your relationship with social media. Think about the amount of time and energy you spend on these things and how these relationships are linked to your vision. Are they helping you go further? Are they hindering you? We're going to talk about that. Break it down. It is the last episode of this season. So if you are just listening for the first time, go back, catch up, because that last episode, it is going to catapult you into season three because we want you ready to start putting that GVP on paper. And remember, GVP, that is your greatest valuable proficiency. We want you to get it out of your head and start thinking about how we're going to put this plan into a vision. Thank you again. Make sure you go follow your girl, Ebony Cruz. That's E-B-O-N-E-C-R-U-Z on all social media platforms. And of course, you can always find me and this podcast on my website, accesswithebonycruz.com. And until next time, keep on guiding that cruise to success. <laughs>